episode 119. Hi, welcome to my mum's show. <laughs> episode of the Single Mother Survival Guide podcast. I'm thrilled that you're here today. My name is Julia Husher and I want to wish you a very big welcome to the show. It's just a solo episode this week, just me and you. And look, I actually, to be honest with you, I had a different episode planned for today until a couple of days ago when I was thinking about this over the weekend. It's actually Monday today. This podcast is coming out on Wednesday. I was thinking about it on the weekend and I just thought, I don't feel like I want to talk about that this week. And I I don't know, I feel a bit bad about it, to be honest, but I'm actually just not in the right headspace to talk about it. And I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about a bunch of different things, really. Okay, so let's get into it. Okay, so originally what I wanted to talk about was domestic violence and my experience with it. I thought that I would share... A story with you, uh, which is kind of basically telling you about an abusive relationship that I was in, which was with the relation in the relationship that I had before the one that I had with my daughter's dad. And the reason why I wanted to talk about that was because it's White Ribbon Day here in Australia on Friday, the twenty third of November. White Ribbon Day is a sort of a national day, I guess, for kind of raising awareness of uh, men's violence against women and how to prevent it in the community. And I kind of wanted to talk about, yeah, just a little bit about my story with domestic violence. I wanted to talk about what domestic violence is. I've spoken about it before, but I just, I feel very strongly about that it's a really good topic to talk about, to raise awareness. A lot of people don't even know kind of what it covers. And I did really want to talk about it. Um, And I will, I will talk about it another time, but I just, yeah, I think something happened last week and it really kind of, I don't know, threw me a little bit. And I just kind of wanted to talk about that and how it's affected me. And I think, and what will flow on from there. So sorry, I'm probably not making very much sense right now, but let's just start. Okay. So I wrote a blog post ages ago, months ago about why forgiveness is so important for us as single parents and about the difference between forgiving and condoning and that when you forgive someone, you're not saying, Hey, what you did, that's okay by me. You know, it, it, it's not, it never is, but that's not the same as condoning, which is saying, yeah, what you did is completely fine. When you forgive someone, the way I see it is forgiveness. And actually the definition of forgiveness is to kind of let go of the resentful feelings, to let go of the anger. And anyway, so I wrote this blog post about forgiveness, which I'll link to in the show notes if you want to read it. And, you know, when I was writing it, I was not thinking about domestic violence at all. Like I was actually just thinking about people who may have cheated on you or, you know, just, I mean, that's awful as well, but you know, domestic violence is shocking. And I wasn't thinking about that when I was writing the article, but to be honest with you, and you know, maybe I'm going to get backlash for saying this as well, but I feel the same way about domestic violence. And I think I feel the same way in terms of forgiveness. And in that It's not saying that it's okay. What you did was okay. I don't mean that at all. I just mean it as forgiving in terms of letting it go in that you have a choice in 
what happens moving forward in your life and what is going to affect you and what you're going to allow uh, impact on your life, I guess, in a negative way. And I think I'm just, I'm a strong believer. And, you know, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you will know this. If you are one of my clients, you will know this as well. Like I'm a strong believer in us having a choice every day. And that's, it all comes down to our mindset and how we view ourselves. And if we think of ourselves as a victim and poor me, and you know, it's a, it's a negative headspace to be in. And that is not to say that if you've been through something with, you know, a domestic violence situation, it's not to say that you can't acknowledge what happened. And yes, you know, you are a victim. Okay. Like what happened is bad. It's really bad. And no one, no one should have to go through that kind of stuff ever. Like violence is never acceptable. And that includes all the different aspects of domestic violence, not just the physical. Okay. Anyway, I guess when I was writing that article, I wasn't really thinking that maybe it would trigger someone who has been through domestic violence and is not at the point of wanting to read something like that. And, you know, that was probably a little bit irresponsible on my behalf. I guess what happened was I shared the post um, on one of my social media platforms. I reshared it. And anyway, I sort of had this, wouldn't say an argument, but this this woman responded to it, I guess, commented on it, and she was not happy. She told me it was the most ridiculous article I've ever read. How dare I write that? <laughs> you know, and then I think what really upset me was that she accused me of condoning domestic violence. And, you know, like I said, the article had nothing to do with domestic violence whatsoever. But, um, you know, she, she just said that I condoned domestic violence and that I was victim blaming and it really upset me and oh, makes me a bit teary thinking about it, to be honest. Like, it's taken me a couple of days to kind of recover from this. And it just really got to me. And we ended up having this discussion and I was saying, no, you know, you've misunderstood. And I was like saying, I never, I don't think domestic violence is acceptable ever, you know. And then she responded and it just went on and on. And I ended up just deleting the whole thread because I just thought it was just really negative and I didn't want. I didn't want to have this big argument with someone about it online. But what upset me was that the thought that anyone would think that I would condone domestic violence, which is just absolutely not what I'm about at all. And I don't think this woman was probably a podcast listener because I think she would know that if she listened. I don't condone domestic violence. And it really upset me that someone would think that, that I would, you know, and that, and also to be quite horrible to me about it in the way she approached, um, I guess the, you know, brought it up with me. It was quite aggressive and a bit mean, you know, and it, it really hurt my feelings if I'm honest with you. God, I feel like I'm in high school, primary school rather, <laughs> you hurt my feelings, but no, you know, it really upset me. And, um, and yeah, I guess that's kind of just, as a result, I didn't feel like I wanted to talk about domestic violence because I just thought, oh my God, am I going to piss someone off? Am I going to trigger someone? I don't know. It just made me really worry. But what I did want to talk about instead was just how we let different things affect us because the next day, or was it the same day? No, I think it was the next day. I got this beautiful gift from a past client of mine. I'm sure she's listening and, you know, I've messaged her and we've spoken about it. Um, 
It was such a nice surprise. We finished working together months ago and she sent me this beautiful book that she thought I would love to read and I can't wait to read it. And she sent me these two cards, you know, not just one, two, like, and they were just filled with just beautiful words. And it just made me cry. And I thought, like, it was so nice. It was exactly what I needed because I was feeling so shit, if I'm honest. And I was just like, oh, why am I doing this? Like, you know, I'm trying to help people, but writing about stuff that, you know, I don't want to upset anyone. And if it's causing, if it's causing people to be upset and to think that I'm a horrible person, like, what's the point, you know? And I was just doubting myself and I got this, this beautiful parcel and the cards. And I mean, the cards just meant so much to me because she just, you know, told me how much she appreciated me. And, um, you know, it was just really lovely to read and the timing, I mean, the timing. <laughs> it was it was great. Thank you, universe. Um, well, thank you to my client rather. <laughs> but it was just, I mean, yeah. Anyway, and it, it, I guess it got me thinking a lot over the weekend about how words can affect people and and why the bad stuff is so prominent. And it brought me back to thinking about when I broke up with my ex and he was so mean to me and he would say all these horrible things like he hoped that I would die, he hoped that I would get hit by a bus and I think what stung the most was when he said that he felt really sorry for our daughter having me as a mum and it just hurt me so much and I doubted myself and look, I was in a bad place, you know, I I was just, I'd come out of this relationship that, you know, was also abusive. It was emotionally abusive and he never, you know, was physically abusive towards me, but he was emotionally abusive. And that is also domestic violence, by the way. But I was in a bad place. I was so shattered. I was so like emotionally shattered. Do you know what I mean? Like I was just broken. I was really broken. And, you know, I believed I just believed all the stuff that he said and now I don't. But then I thought, why am I getting so upset by something by something that a stranger has said that doesn't even know me, you know? And it's clear from her from her words. Well, I thought it was clear. Maybe I'm just making assumptions. Um, you know, maybe she's listening. Hi, <laughs> if you are. But um, you know, I I just thought, wow, like she doesn't she doesn't know what I'm about at all. And anyway, it just it really hurt me. And, um, but I thought, why am I getting so upset by, yeah, something that this stranger has said to me that I, I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming doesn't know me. Um, when I don't get upset anymore at all about what my ex says, I mean, it's still not like, yes, bring it on all the negativity. I can't wait to hear it. But like, it's not, it doesn't, I don't believe it. You know, I know it's not true. And, um, yeah, I don't know. So it just got me thinking and I started doing some reading about it and, something that I've always done. And I think this is something that I really encourage you to do as well, because the reality is we remember the bad stuff a lot more than we remember the good stuff. Okay. In general. And there's been a lot of research in this area and a lot of experts have, you know, done studies with, you know, rats and whatever, (laughs) but like there's, there's been a lot of research and I'm not saying you might be the type that remembers just good, good things. And I mean, wow, if that's you, that's amazing. I know for me, when I think of my childhood, like I do remember some good things, but there's some bad things that happened that really stand out to me and I will not forget them 
ever. And I'm actually going to tell you one about one of them right now, actually, because I think someone said to me on Instagram, sorry, I'm jumping all over the shop. Someone said on Instagram to me over the weekend that they would love me to do an episode on someone who grew up with a single mother and how it affected them and that sort of thing. Now, I grew up with two single parents. So my parents got divorced when I was eight and my parents had 50-50 custody of me and my brother. But this, I have this one memory and yeah, I want to share it with you now because I think I don't want any of you to be in this situation with your kids I remember my parents having this huge, huge fight. This was before they got, before they separated. And I mean huge. And my mum had just been overseas for like three months. She had to go for work. And I remember exactly where we were standing. And I was standing outside our house with my brother and my mum and dad. My mum and dad were fighting. I don't even remember what it was about that. I don't remember what their fight was about, but I do remember where we were standing. And then I remember my dad saying to my mum, why don't you just go back to Japan? It was so much better when you were gone. And my, I hope my dad doesn't listen. He'll probably get upset if he hears me, you know, saying this. But I guess I think it's it, that's – a moment that's something he said that I'm sure he's not proud of and that I'm sure he could take back if he would and you know I haven't even spoken about it with him and I think if I did he'd probably go what did I say that you know so my dad's a great guy and um, I really love him a lot just to make that clear and but for some reason you know he said something stupid and it really stuck with me for a long time and I really remember that moment just yeah, it's really etched in my memory. And if I think of all the good, like I have loads of good memories too, especially with my dad actually. Um, and with my mum too, of course, but yeah, it's just, it's interesting how you have these memories and the bad ones, they really stand out. And it's the same with like criticism versus praise. And when someone says something bad to you, you really remember it. You know, it's like when someone bullies you in primary school, like, I used to get teased. People used to call me Hash Brown because no one could say my surname, which was Husher, and people would say, call me Hash Brown, and I hated it. Then, of course, there was the whole um, Julia Gulia thing that took quite a while to, for everyone to get over, um, and I was a lot older then. I hated that. Please, oh, I'm going to delete this so no one can call me it. <laughs> um, maybe I won't. We'll see. Yeah, but I hated that, and um, – yeah, you know, just certain names. I remember one of my best friends, like her and I were touched by the hip and they used to call me skinny spaghetti and her fat noodle. Like, isn't that awful? Like, can you imagine? It's just really mean. Anyway, I just remember certain things. Um, and by the way, she wasn't fat at all, at all. Shocking. But yeah, you remember all this bad stuff, whereas – you know, and I remember as well, my best friend, I'm sure she won't mind me sharing this. <laughs> we went to a private girls school and when I remember one of the parent teacher nights and the, the, um, the, our teacher told her parents that she had no hope, um, as in my best friend, that what was she even doing in a private school? She may as well leave. She's going to end up working in a library. Not that there's anything wrong with working in a library, by the way, whatsoever, this teacher obviously meant it as an insult. I mean, it's shocking. It's really shocking. But, you know, that stands out for me too. That's not even my negative memory. That's hers. You know, but I mean, it's just crazy. You remember these bad things that happen and these negative things and negative words and, and how much they affect you. And you don't remember as much the good things. And like I said, if you're one of those people that do, 
that's amazing and hang on to that I mean you should be very grateful because it's very hard so with what I do obviously I get trolled not a lot and I talk about it sometimes but I don't want it I don't want people to think that it happens all the time because it doesn't and it you know when I think about it it's probably one person out of every hundred you know so I get a lot of really nice messages like a lot and I don't want to blow my own trumpet at all but it's really nice you know to hear all these nice things but then I read one bad thing and I'm like, oh my God, why am I doing this? I'm a terrible person. You know, and I think all this, and it just has such a bigger impact on me and it's terrible. So a while ago, I think when I first started getting trolled, <laughs> I decided to create a praise folder. And now every time I get a really nice email or I get a really nice message on Instagram or even a, co- a really nice comment on Instagram or um, a, you know, a Facebook comment or message or whatever. Anytime I get something good, or even if it's just an email, I put it in this folder in my email inbox called praise. And now what I do is when I get something negative, because it's fine, you know, and I understand that everybody has different opinions. And, you know, I know that I'm also quite sensitive and I can take things personally. One good thing about, you know, everything that happened with my ex and I'm one thing that I'm grateful to him for is that I feel a lot stronger and I feel like I have a thicker skin. And I think if I hadn't experienced that and I put myself out there in the blogging world, um, I'd be a mess right by now. <laughs> so, you know, thank you to him for making me stronger. But it still does hurt sometimes. So I created this praise folder and I really encourage you to do that as well. Like every time you hear something good, if someone says something good to you, or even if you have your own positive affirmation about yourself and you're in this moment where you're like, yes, like I am fucking amazing, write it down and email it to yourself. Okay. And then put it in this folder. And then the next time someone says something mean or you know, something that you don't like or something that hurts your feelings in any way, you open this folder and you get all the love. I mean, it's pretty nice. So yeah, I was reading a lot of love over the weekend and um, I really needed it. And it's a bit sad, isn't it? I thought to myself, this is ridiculous. Like I am a strong woman. I feel really good about myself. Why do I have to read all these words of people who I actually, a lot of them I know, like they're old clients or, you know, people who I've interacted with quite regularly on social media that I feel like I know quite well just from that. Um, And then why am I finding them harder to believe than I am this stranger? So yeah, I was doing some research about it and I guess I just wanted to chat about it a little bit with you. I'm not going to go into too much detail because, you know, I don't want to put you to sleep, but um, there was one article in the New York Times, which I read and I found really interesting. The article talks about that being this whole thing being a kind of a natural tendency for everyone. And there was this professor and um, from Stanford University, and he says that some people do have a positive outlook, but almost everyone remembers negative things more strongly and in more detail. And he then goes on to talk about the physiological and the psychological reasons for it. And he says that the brain handles positive and negative information in different ways. Negative emotions generally involve more thinking and the information is processed more thoroughly than the positive ones. So he said that's why we sort of tend to ruminate more about 
the bad things that happen and we use stronger words to describe them. And I was thinking, yes, this is true because, you know, when you think if something good happens, you might go, oh my God, it was so good. You know, it was amazing. And if something bad happens, you might be like, it was fucked. Like it was completely fucked up, you know, and then you'll be like, oh, what an asshole. And, you, you know, you use probably strong language like swearing and anyway, sorry, probably could have gone without adding that in. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it kind of talks about bad emotions and bad feedback having more impact than good ones. And yeah, I thought it was yeah interesting because we do think about them more, which is why they are sort of more ingrained. He also said there was this experiment, which I thought was quite interesting, where people who were partaking in the experiment, they either gained or lost money, the same amount. So 50 bucks, right? If you lost $50 or you won or got $50, the the distress that the people found over losing their money was much greater than the joy that came with getting the $50. Yeah. So, and then he sort of talked about the child thing, childhood thing that I was talking about and how families tend to focus on negatives in general and that interviews with children and adults up to 50 years old about their childhood memories, they found that their unpleasant memories were a lot stronger, even among the people who rated their childhoods as being very pleasant and happy. So he then goes on to talk about how evolution may have an impact on that. And that's because evolutionary people who were more attuned to bad things um, would have been more likely to survive threats and, you know, consequently increase the probability of passing their genes on. So survival kind of requires urgent attention um, to bad outcomes, but it's sort of less urgent to good ones. And then he goes on to say that it's all kind of depressing, you know, like the article is quite long, but then he says the upside is that just even knowing this information can help us better deal with the bad stuff that is going to happen. And we can use it ourselves when we criticize. Um, I don't know if you have heard of a, what's the word? The sandwich, the criticism sandwich. I think it's mentioned in this article actually, where basically if you want to give someone, you know, a criticism, maybe give them some praise, then put the criticism in and then finish it off with some praise. And, you know, I was thinking it's actually a really good thing to do with our kids as well. Like I might do that when I'm telling my daughter off for stuff. We had a huge argument yesterday and I was not happy. She did something that I'm just horrified about and I was not impressed with her at all. But I thought, you know, maybe I'm going to try this kind of criticism sandwich where maybe I, you know, say you're really good at this you know, I'm not very happy about this and then finish it off with something good again. But I think one of the other things as well is just being really aware of it. And I talk about this a lot with my clients and we talk a lot about our thoughts and our negative thoughts that are so automatic, you know, and it takes a lot of work to retrain your brain. It's like you're really rewiring it so that instead of thinking, straight away something negative you think positively but the problem is a lot of people are not finely attuned to their thoughts so any of us are probably having so many negative thoughts automatic negative thoughts each day and you are not even aware of them so I think something as well that I just wanted to really drum in is be aware 
of your thoughts because that alone can be life-changing. Once you're aware of them, you can start challenging them. One of the negative thinking types that I kind of wanted to talk about was confirming um, a belief that you might have about yourself, a negative belief. So I think there was probably a part of me when I wrote that article that thought, oh, I hope I don't upset anyone. And then when it happened, it was like it confirmed it to me. I was sort of like, see, you upset someone. Why are you doing this? You know, and that's why it kind of really got to me. I don't know. I'm just kind of trying to psychoanalyze myself here, but I think there might be a part of that that happened to me. It's a bit of the self-doubt, you know, and when you put yourself out there and you put yourself in front, basically up for judgment, um, you can, you kind of expect, you expect it a little bit. And then when it happens, you're like, see, (laughs) you know, and you focus on it more then you do the positive, um, even if the positive is like 99%. So I think that's what I kind of came to the conclusion with for my own experience that happened the other day. Yeah, so anyway, that's just a little bit of a food for thought. I just wanted to share with you because it's been on my mind. And I also think it's really important to share with you that I don't have my shit together all the time. Like I think, you know, I was sharing something, I've, sh- I've shared a couple of sort of quite raw Instagram posts and Facebook posts recently about, you know, how I have had bad weeks recently and I haven't been feeling very well. And um, I've feeling I've been feeling really overwhelmed and tired and everyone keeps saying how tired I look and you know it's it's been challenging and you know when I write these Instagram posts I get so many messages going Julia I'm really sorry that you're having a bad week but it's also really good to know that even you struggle and I don't want to give anyone the impression that I've got all my shit together all the time and that life is just you know bloody amazing every single day because it's not, you know, and that's completely normal and that's fine. And, you know, what I sent to someone who messaged me, I said, you know what, even though I have bad days or weeks sometimes, and we all do, I kind of really appreciate them because I mean, this is me putting a positive spin on it and I'm always trying to look for the bright side, but without the bad days, I really wouldn't, I don't think appreciate the good as much. And now like when I have good days, I'm like, yes, you know, today was a really good day, you know, and I appreciate it more because I know what it's like to have a bad day. And I've talked on Instagram a lot recently about my history with, you know, anxiety and depression. And I'm very attuned to my thoughts and my feelings and what I can do to manage a bad day also what's going on. So sometimes when I have a bad day, like I'm like, okay, it's just a bad day. It's going to pass. Like, I think I, sometimes I worry that I'm going to like slip back into this depression, but it's not, you know, it's just me having a bad day and everyone has a bad day. It's completely fine. And, you know, you might be depressed in which case if you are, if you do think you're depressed, you should definitely go and speak to a, 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 at least start with your GP, your local doctor in Australia. We have, you know, a really good, mental health system, I think, where you can get a lot of free psychological help if you need it, 12 free sessions. There is support out there. And I'm sure there's support in other countries as well. You just need to know where to look for it. So definitely 
do that if you need to. I'm sorry. I feel like today has just been a bit of a mix match of a mish. No, what do you call it? A mishmash. <laughs> a mishmash of different topics. Um, and I'm probably going to leave you now going, what the fuck was that? Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of explain some of my thoughts and yeah, what I've been thinking about over the last few days and yeah, encourage you to put together a little praise folder of some sort or write down all the positive things about yourself. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard for us because a lot of us, I mean, you know, now I'm getting a lot of praise, but you know, before I started this, I wasn't, I was like, when was the last time someone told me that I was a good mom? And to be honest, even now I rarely hear it. That kind of thing normally comes from a partner. And so, yeah, to be honest with you, I can't remember the last time I heard it. So it's really important for us to give it to ourselves and to know that we are great. You are a good mother. You are a good person. You are caring. You are kind. You are thoughtful. You want the very best for your children. And keep telling yourself that because maybe nobody else will, you know, so we do have to give it to ourselves and we can. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there for now before I just go talking about all sorts of random stuff. So I've been doing a lot of preparation over the next few for the over the next few months. Um, I pretty much now I think have every single podcast episode for the next yeah two months sorted. I really like to have a couple of months off over. December and January where I do no podcasting just because it is so time consuming and I I really need a bit of a break and I want to hang out with my daughter and just have some you know really nice kind of quality mother-daughter time and we're going on holidays and I don't want to be like oh shit I have to edit a podcast (laughs) so I want to get it all done you know I don't want to miss a week I'm very proud of the fact that I have had an episode every single week for over two years and I want to continue to do that. So yeah, it takes a bit of organization now. It's a very busy time of year for me, but I'm really excited about the guests that I have coming up. Some of them have already been recorded and I think you guys are going to be so amazed. So yeah, I can't wait for you guys to hear who's coming up on the podcast and different topics and yeah. Anyway, if you want to get in touch with me as well, soon I'll be recording another episode where I'll be answering your questions. I've had some really good ones come in recently, actually. There's one that's coming that someone has asked and I'm actually going to do a whole episode on it because I think it's a little bit, I'm really proud of her for asking because it's a very, I guess, controversial topic. And I know that it would have been really scary for her to ask that question. And she has. So I've actually got someone scheduled in to come and talk with me about that, a professional to help her with this situation because it's, yeah, it's a, it's one that probably I think a lot of people would think, but not really even know whether to say it out loud and where to get help for this kind of thing. Um, Yeah. So anyway, and then I'm doing another episode soon where I'm answering more questions. Um, I've got some other really good questions. So if you have any questions you want me to answer, please shoot me an email, just write podcast question in the subject line. And um, if it's something that I can include, I will definitely do my best to give you some advice or talk about that topic on the show. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at julia at singlemothersurvivalguide.com. You can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Single Mother Survival Guide. I'm actually thinking about changing my Instagram handle. Just a random note, side note. So if I 
disappear one day. <laughs> You'll know why, but I will share it on another episode if I do change it. Um, yes, what else? If you want to check out my website, you can check out the blog. You can check out all the podcast episodes, www.singlemothersurvivalguide.com. If you want some online support, come over and join the Single Mother Survival Guide Support Forum, which is a Facebook group for us all to connect with each other. You'll find the link to join that on the homepage of my website. And if you want to do some one-on-one mentoring with me, oh, I've actually got an announcement about that. I'm wondering if I should do that now or later. I've Maybe I'll quickly talk about it now, but I'll talk about it maybe some more in another episode. Um, But quickly, while I finish that sentence, if you want to do some one-on-one mentoring with me, you can book in a complimentary clarity call on my website as well. So it would be lovely to chat and lovely to work with you. And we can, yeah, chat about it if you book in a call. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I would love for you to rate it in iTunes. Help me add to my praise folder. In other words, <laughs> it would be so lovely. That is another thing I look at when, I, when I'm feeling down, when someone is, says something and I'm like, oh. So, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you if you've already left a review for me. I really appreciate it. Like you, you don't know how much it means to me. I read all the reviews and it just really means a lot to me that someone would, you know, go out of their way to for a few minutes to leave me some kind words um, about the podcast. So, yeah, thank you. Um, So I guess what I wanted to talk about was, you know, I mentioned before that I struggled, I've been struggling recently. And I think the, the core of it is that I'm really overwhelmed. I'm trying to do a lot. I've been looking for a VA that can do a bunch of things. I'm having difficulty to find, I basically, I need another me who can do, (laughs) who has my skills. Um, And, you know, the trouble is I'm a perfectionist as well. So I want someone who can do them to the level that I would. And I'm not, you know, it's, it's small things like podcast editing and stuff. And I've trialed a few in the past. Hasn't been that great. Like I haven't been that impressed, but I think I'm going to go out there and try some more. But anyway, so I've been trying to find a VA to help me. I just, I feel like I'm, I've been drowning a little bit, to be honest with you. I'm trying to do so much. I'm trying to blog. I'm trying to, yeah, do the podcast. I'm trying to do all this other content and commitments that I have. I'm trying to do a little bit of mining consulting still. I've got this new business that I've got going on that I'm so excited about, which is teaching people how to blog and how to podcast and I'm running workshops. So the first thing that I did was I changed the workshop date. It was originally my first workshop for teaching people how to run a podcast was going to be in this month in November. And I've changed it because I was just like, there's too much stuff going on, Julia. You cannot pull this together to the level that you will be happy with in this short period of time. So I've actually changed it to early next year. So that's been something that has kind of taken the pressure off a little bit. I've also got one of my best friend's baby showers, which has just taken up a lot of time for me. I love it, of course. And I love like party planning and we're having the party at my house Um, it it was supposed to be at her mother's, but it's just changed. So there's been a lot going on, you know, work-wise and also in my personal life. So uh, yeah, I just, I just felt really just like, oh my God, I can't take it. It's it's so much going on, you know? And one thing that I've decided on is that I'm going to stop doing the one-on-one mentoring. And that's really hard for me because it's one of, it's one of the most rewarding things that I like to do. But it's time for me to take a step back and it's something that I love. Like I said, I love it, but it's also something that probably takes up the most time for me 
And right now that's what I'm lacking hours. Um, I have so many things that I want to do and, um, yeah. So look, whether I stop altogether or just stop for maybe six months or a year, I don't know yet. But what I can tell you is that I'm going to take my last intakes at the end of January, 2019. I've decided this is like always a really busy year, time of year for me, December, January, it's full on. And I know that I don't want to let anyone down. I want to be there for people that need me. Um, and that's why I decided end of January, maybe I'll even do end of Feb, but yeah, just to kind of get out of that season, the tough season, but yeah, it's, it'll be winding up, which is really sad and was a really, like I thought about for so much, so long because I was fighting it and I was like, no, I don't want to do that. But I also know that I can like stopping the podcast is not an option because I help thousands of people and, um, I love it so much and, um, it's not something that I'm willing to give up right now. Um, you know, the blogging, I've, I've stopped doing a lot of that as well, as frequently as I used to anyway. Um, if I stopped anymore, <laughs> we gone all together. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's one of the only things really that I can, that I can drop, that I can see at the moment. And I've looked at a lot of different options. So yeah, it's very, very sad, but, um, for me, but yeah, anyway, it's, uh, who knows, maybe I'll start doing it again later, but yeah, I do need a break from it. Anyway, yeah, so that's my news. Um, yeah, so anyway, I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing night, wherever you are in the world. Um, pleasure as always to talk with you. I'm sorry, this episode's just been like, yeah, all over the shop. <laughs> uh, can you believe my mum's arriving today? She's going to Italy on Thursday. So she's arriving for a few days. She doesn't live in Sydney. And I completely forgot until yesterday. I was talking to my dad and he was like, isn't your mum coming soon? And I was like, yeah, she is. Is it next week, the week after? I can't remember. And then I looked in the, in the I looked at our messages and it was like, I'm coming on either Monday or Tuesday as in this week. And I was like, what? And then I called her and she's like, yeah, I'm coming tomorrow. And I was like, <laughs> completely forgot. Oh my gosh. It's been, yeah. You can see why everything can be like, get a bit too much sometimes. <laughs> so if you have felt like that, or you're feeling like that, you're not alone. Trust me. I have those days too. And, um, yeah, I feel you. I hear you. <laughs> okay. I hope you have an amazing day or night. As I said, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate being such you being such a loyal listener and I can't wait to speak with you again next week. Okay. Bye for now.